Welcome to episode 54 of the Montana Values Podcast. Webster's Dictionary defines the word impulsive this way, doing things or tending to do things suddenly and without careful thought. And whose photo is right next to the word impulsive? Montana's own Attorney General, Austin Knudsen. Let's talk all about it with our host, Tammy Fisher. Wow, there's a swirl of controversy around Austin Knutson these days. He just can't keep himself under control. Most of you have heard about his recent attempt to influence hospital staff to treat a patient with ivermectin. Now that sounds salacious and outrageous, but here at Montana Values, we want to be sure we have the facts first before lodging an opinion. Because there's feelings, there's emotion, and there's fact. And we want to be sure that for those of you who want the truth before making an opinion, that you actually have the truth. Because we cannot function as a state and a society if the truth is not the basis from which we reach conclusions and opinions. That doesn't mean we can't have different opinions, though. It just means that we must have a factual basis before jumping to conclusions. So let's start with the facts. And how do we know these are the facts? Because Knutson or his staff agreed to them, as did the reporters and the staff at the hospital that was involved. Austin Knutson is the attorney general for the state of Montana. That is the highest ranking law enforcement officer in the state. Austin's staff member and attorney Chris Hansen called Austin late at night a few weeks ago. A resident of Montana had called Chris Hansen and alleged that a family member was being mistreated or, quote, having her rights violated by St. Peter's Hospital staff. According to the State News Bureau's reporting, Knutson sent a highway patrol officer to St. Pete's in Helena to investigate claims made by family members of a woman hospitalized with COVID-19, and the complaints were that the patient was mistreated by hospital staff. The family was reportedly upset that hospital staff refused to treat the patient with ivermectin. Ivermectin is an antifungal treatment that some people are using for COVID-19. Other allegations, according to Knudsen, included claims that the family was denied access to the patient and that the patient was denied access to legal documents, Austin said. Quote, we had an allegation that there was criminal activity going on that someone was being held against their will, and that they were being denied access to. It's still a little unclear if it was access to a lawyer or it was access to legal documents, he said. Austin's staff tried to give clarity to the exact complaint that was received. Quote, the Attorney General's office received a report from a family that said St. Pete's Hospital was violating their relative's rights by refusing to allow her to receive prescribed medications, not delivering legal documents, not allowing them to see their relative, and at one point, even cutting off message communication between them and their family member, end quote. So in response to this allegation of, quote, criminal activity going on, Knutson said, we knew we needed to get some more information and had some family who were interested in talking about what they believe was some criminal activity. So we knew we needed a report. So we had a decorated trooper. Close. That was the calculus. So the highway patrol trooper, who apparently is decorated, obtains a statement from the patient's family outside of the hospital. He didn't go inside the hospital. He just met with the family outside of the hospital. But why was it important for Knutson to send a, quote, decorated officer versus a regular cop? Well, we don't know. 
But frankly, it appears he made a point of telling us the trooper is decorated in order to give legitimacy to Austin's actions. Well, that fact actually gives no legitimacy to Austin's actions, but he thinks we are too dumb to figure that out. So the trooper takes the report. The trooper then does the right thing and follows procedure, the law, and called the Lewis and Clark County attorney who has jurisdiction over all crimes in Lewis and Clark County. You don't call the attorney general in Lewis and Clark County. You call the Lewis and Clark County attorney. Because it's the Lewis and Clark County attorney that determines if criminal activity has, in fact, taken place within his county. Because he, the Lewis and Clark County attorney, is the chief law enforcement officer in his county. You know, this follows the whole local control mantra of the conservative Republican Party. The Lewis and Clark County attorney determined that, in fact, no criminal offenses needed investigating. So then, what does Austin do? He calls a board member of the hospital and asks to set up a teleconference with hospital administration and staff members treating the patient. Not only was Austin on the phone, but so were two other public officials. So of all the things the attorney general is concerned about in his office, he thought this issue was the one where the salaries of three public officials should be devoted to the single complaint. And St. Pete's Hospital confirmed that Austin and his two other public officials contacted them. The subject of the call was the treatment of a patient in their care. Apparently, the patient, a woman in her 80s, had contracted the coronavirus. She or her family requested that she be treated with ivermectin. Ivermectin, again, is an antifungal that is experimentally used to treat coronavirus. It isn't approved as treatment by the FDA or CDC, but some doctors do prescribe it to patients. According to Austin, the patient did have an actual prescription for the ivermectin. So those are the facts. Now, from these facts, we can logically deduce, one, the patient and her family were scared to death and wanted to try anything to help her recover from coronavirus. Two, it is incredibly distressing to not be able to access your loved one who is suffering from a deadly disease and is in the hospital. Three, it is very difficult to understand that you can walk into a grocery store with any number of people carrying the coronavirus, but you can't visit your family member in the hospital who also has the virus, even if you are vaccinated and unlikely to suffer illness when in contact with the virus. Four, when you know people in high places, who are in positions of leadership and authority, and you are panicked and outraged, you contact them for help. And since these elected officials are supposed to serve us, that is completely legitimate. We should all have access to our elected officials. Let's talk about Montana values. Montanans expect and value elected officials to be competent in their jobs. We expect rational, reasonable, and reliable responses to complaints and issues. We expect those responses to be found in law and process, in particular when the attorney general is involved, since by law, the attorney general must be a lawyer, meaning he had to go to school to specifically learn about the law. And a big part of law school is education about power. And in the law, power is defined as jurisdiction. Jurisdiction means the power to do something. 
Because unless you have the authority or are granted power by law, you can't do anything. Whatever you do, if it falls outside the bounds of the law, that's unlawful. If a judge issues an order on a case he has no power to hear in the first place, the order is invalid, like it never existed. Because before you can even issue an order, you have to have jurisdiction over the case. And every elected official has jurisdiction or power over certain subjects. So, for example, a county commissioner cannot restrict abortion. That's not within a county commissioner's jurisdiction. A sheriff's deputy cannot enforce city ordinances because his jurisdiction is in the county. A city cop cannot issue traffic citations in the county. Now, you can have concurrent jurisdiction with another entity where you both have the same authority over the same things, but that has to be clear either by law or, in some cases, memorandums of understanding or cooperative agreement, like when the highway patrol backs up sheriff's deputies or a highway runs through a county and the sheriff's deputy and the highway patrol can both issue citations on those roads. But the thing with jurisdiction is it's about power, your power to do anything. So here we have a complaint to Austin Knutson, the attorney general. And the first thing that should go through his head is, do I have the power to do anything here? Is this my role? Because if he had stopped and considered his authority, he would have found the wisdom to give the complaining party the information they needed to appropriately address their concerns. And we know he didn't have the good sense to stop and consider his authority before acting because the basis he gave to the press for taking action, his jurisdictional statements, well, they changed over the course of three days. So he was just batting cleanup. He wasn't measured in his response to a complaint. He was just impulsive. So at first, Austin said he acted the way he did because he had jurisdiction. You know, he had power via what is called concurrent jurisdiction. But that's not true. And when savvy reporters Holly Michaels and Seaborn Larson pressed the AG's office on this absurd jurisdictional claim, the AG's office referred the reporters to Title 45 of Montana Code Annotated. But Title 45 doesn't even cover jurisdiction. It doesn't talk about the power to investigate or prosecute. It does not mention, not even once, the term attorney general. So the AG's office sent reporters down a rabbit hole. And they did it either intentionally or worse, because they don't even know what their jurisdiction is, what the scope of their job is, what their authority or power to act is. And if you are an elected official and you don't know the legal basis for every action and decision you make, and worse, you're the freaking attorney general and you don't have this fund of knowledge, then you're not qualified for the position. If you don't know why you can act, which is the first question any elected official should ask when called upon to do something, then you're not fit for the office. Because the danger of acting outside of your authority, the consequences to the people you serve are huge. And to your political career, well, I guess we'll see. So at some point in the last week, someone must have told Austin that his reliance on Title 45 as a basis to act in this scenario was inaccurate and makes him look like a buffoon. So then he scrambled to find a different legal basis for acting in this situation. The problem is 
That basis doesn't work either. It would have worked and justified his involvement had he actually followed the rules, maybe, but he didn't do that. And that's how you know, folks, that he just impulsively reacted and didn't at any time stop, think, and then act. He just acted. And it's an immature rookie mistake that cops around the state are talking about. But he's trying to score political points with it. And by doing that, we know that he isn't a student of the law. He doesn't value the law. He either doesn't care about applying the law to the facts or worse, he doesn't know the law under which he is constitutionally required to function. And that's bad for Montana. Let's look at his second jurisdictional argument. Quote, after previously pointing to a different segment of state law when asserting jurisdiction, Knudsen's office said Wednesday it has the power to investigate patient abuse or patient neglect through its Medicaid Fraud Control Unit, end quote. But the complaint wasn't about Medicaid fraud. And according to its website, quote, the Montana Medicaid Fraud Control Unit is a team dedicated to ensuring hard-earned Montana taxpayer dollars are used only for those in need and go only to healthcare providers who provide legitimate services, end quote. No one in this scenario had a complaint over billing or overbilling or underbilling. And patient abuse and patient neglect don't fall under the Medicaid fraud unit. That falls under Child Protective Services, Adult Protective Services, City Law Enforcement, and the Montana Department of Public Health and Human Services. It's not within the jurisdiction of the Attorney General. So he's just making the shit up as he goes along in an attempt to justify his actions. And you know how we really know he's just making his authority up as he goes along? Because the Montana Highway Patrol has zero authority to investigate Medicaid fraud. Zero. The Montana Highway Patrol's jurisdiction is literally spelled out in its title, the State Highways of Montana. They have no business and no training in investigating Medicaid fraud. Two, they have no business interviewing anyone at the hospital unless they were involved in an incident on the highways of the state of Montana. They don't investigate crimes that fall within the jurisdiction of the county sheriffs or local police. Take, for example, regular old murder. They don't do murder investigations. Vehicular homicide, they're all over that. But regular old murder, nope, that ain't them. Because their jurisdiction is highways. They are backup for anything else. So for Austin to use the Highway Patrol and not the local Helena Police Department to investigate an alleged crime occurring at the hospital shows you he went way outside of his authority. Nothing in our statutes allows this to occur. Now, if the county attorney declined charges and Austin wanted to review that decision and charge the hospital personnel himself, he could have done that, but he didn't. And he didn't because he is impulsive and immature. And by acting outside the scope of his authority, he trampled on the conservative values that we hold dear, respect for law enforcement, respect for rule of law, local control, limited government, no big brother government interference in private business. All of these concepts are hallmarks of the Republican platform that Austin ignored for the sake of throwing his weight around. Using Montana Highway Patrol as a pawn in his power play casts a shadow on law enforcement and harms law enforcement's relationship with hospitals. Because hospitals need cops, and cops need hospitals. It's a symbiotic relationship. And when Austin 
without any authority whatsoever, uses a cop as a tool, he creates an adversarial relationship with hospital staff. They start to not trust one another. And that is an intolerable condition for any Montanan that believes in public safety and a strong healthcare system. So who loses in this deal? Montana Highway Patrol, because Austin's actions cast doubt on their integrity and jurisdictional awareness. The hospital, because at a time when healthcare providers are barely able to keep their heads above water, when some of the public have turned against them and violence against healthcare workers is at an all time high, to have the chief law enforcement officer of the state of Montana behave in a heavy handed and extra jurisdictional manner is absolutely demoralizing. The patient and the patient's family lose too because Austin led them to believe that he actually had the authority to do something. Instead of the complaints being redirected to the appropriate agency for a true and lawful investigation and conclusion. And now, for those of you out there that think when you enter a hospital that you are entitled to dictate your medical care, you're wrong. It's not McDonald's. You don't get to have it your way. And whether you bring a prescription for ivermectin or marijuana or herbs and berries, that fact doesn't mean the hospital staff will distribute ivermectin or marijuana or herbs and berries to you. And there is no right that hospital staff is violating by not filling a prescription for a substance that is not standard of care medicine. And you know why that is, folks? Because those healthcare providers, well, they get sued for providing care that is not within the accepted standard of care. So demanding care your way gets you nowhere. And you get to choose where you get care. So if you want ivermectin, find a hospital that distributes it. If you want herbs and berries, go find one for that too. But the idea that you as a private citizen get to tell a doctor what he or she will give you as medicine while you are an inpatient in a hospital is just absurd. It's still a free country, kinda. If your doctor isn't giving you the care you want, find another doctor. Turn your bedroom into an intensive care unit and provide the care you think your family member deserves in your own home. But you can't go to a hospital and think you get to dictate the practice of medicine because you don't. And it's a crying shame when an elected official thinks he has the power to dictate to a hospital the care it is providing without first completing a lawful and competent investigation that follows the process set forth in Montana law. So when Austin Knutson says that his actions are startling only because Montanans have been used to do-nothing attorney generals. Pay attention, folks. He's not saving us from anything. He's destroying the credibility of the office he holds, and he's taking down law enforcement with him. I mean, for crying out loud, even Greg Gianforte sided with the healthcare providers on this one. And when Austin can't even get the support of Greg Gianforte for his antics... You know something's rotten in Montana. Pay attention, Montana, and keep digging in. And thanks to all of the reporters who continue to push for the truth. Because it's that search for the truth in a sea of political horseshit that Montanans value. Thank you for taking us with you on your journey today. And we'll see you next time. 
You've been listening to the Montana Values Podcast. Consider sponsoring the show by going to our website, montanavaluespodcast.com, locating the sponsor page and clicking on the donate button. Follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at MTValues. Find us on Podbean or wherever you get your podcasts. What's your favorite Montana value? How do you live it? Write to us. Our email address is montanavaluespodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.